0: Hey, Courtney. Oh, I didn't know you had somebody in here. I'm sorry. Oh, Jack, what are you doing here? Using the Xerox machine. You finished your second book? No, my suicide note. Would you like a save-the-date card? Please. Uh, you know each other? No. No? Oh, Carrie Bradshaw. Um, her book of essays comes out this week. Oh, very exciting. Jack Berger, we published his first book last year. Oh, and your name is Berger? Never heard of me. What did I say about your publicity department? Not your primary market. Right, because she's not in my immediate family. (laughs) (laughs) Jack wrote a hilarious comic novel that speaks to men the same way your column speaks to women. Yeah, except men don't buy hilarious comic novels. That's the flaw in the plan. What's your book? Half Off. That's what (laughs) it's called now. It's just Half Off. Sometimes it's 75 cents on a card table on 6th Avenue. <laughs> Next to the incense. Exactly. You, know, you two should talk because, you know, he knows the whole deal. The party, the signings, the reading, the tour. Happy New Year, Miranda's fam. Oh, we're getting back into it. All right, Happy yeah. New Year. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, a false start. Um, a false start. Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Uh, Hope everyone had a lovely Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever holiday you celebrate.
1: Uh, Gilly and I are recording in that weird space between <laughs> Christmas and New Year. And so she was, te- Gilly was texting me today asking about recording. And I was like, yeah, I can just record tomorrow or Thursday. <laughs> She's like, tomorrow is Thursday. I was like, I don't know what day it is. I, I do not know. Um, so, yeah, I hope everyone had a great holiday, um, however, you celebrated. For me, I am at home in Michigan with my family and i am in my sister's old room sitting with my laptop on top of a glute trainer box that i got (laughs) as a gift so i'll report back if this was a complete waste of a gift but we'll see how it goes how was your how was your holiday Gil? it was lovely um my tree is still up um yeah, <laughs> tree still only in two days. Are the type that's like it's like when someone packs, unpacks like immediately after they get back from a trip, which is me. Me. Like, well, when will you take your tree down? I was thinking like, either like, the
0: thirtieth or the first. Wow. Maybe I'll do the first. No later. I think I'm gonna leave it up until <laughs> next my <year>. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> next <laughs> year. Yes, yeah, correct. It. it is. Let well, I mean, It's, I, weird. And it's yeah. lovely
1: decor. I. That's. What i'm talking about it adds a zhuzh to my living room you know i've struggled with that room and it just feels like it's really livening up the it's, place so. it really does oh god i love the, the twinkle lights um yeah it's nice i did a fake tree this year oh you did we went faux tree and interesting it was the best decision we could have made i know I, last year our tree yeah. was terrible
0: i know people who love a faux tree but I'm like I, I for myself,
1: I need the smell of a Christmas a real Christmas tree. Now, funny you should mention that there's something called scenticles, and you can <laughs> purchase those at any store. And I don't know what chemical factory, and we may have lost years you just, year like, or two off our life opening this package in plastic. plastic. Tree. <laughs> this scent is so strong, and it smells like the freshest fir balsam, whatever tree, oh, Douglas fir, whatever, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So if you okay. come into our house it's smelling good, but it's just you are probably poisoning your your brain. Um so yeah, it was really fun I watched this episode in my parents basement and <laughs> then everyone came down and wanted to have dinner and talk during the episodes. God. <laughs> really I was like, "Am I, you know, my dad was asking questions. I was like, Shh, shush, shush. <laughs> "I'm I'm taking notes. This is work. <laughs> this is not pleasure." So Well, I actually um,
0: just straight up off the bat have a question for you. What's the question? If you just had a baby in the past Mm. year, just imagine, Mm. and you're single and Mm. desperately just wanted to get back out there on the market, you're horny, whatever, and a handsome old flame reaches out to you to take you on a date, just like a hot guy delivered right to your lap, how would you respond to
1: what's new when he... Calls her on the phone. And that is a central question of the episode. (laughs) Disclosure. Disclosure of identity and relationship status, whether partnered with a baby. Um, I say don't tell him, but I don't know if I would or not. I mean, if he's coming over to your place, he's clearly going to see the baby paraphernalia, like all the shit in the house. So it... Just feels. Why? Well, yeah, I also don't know why she would have just extended the babysitter's time and gone to his hotel. Why did he have to come back to her place? Right, right. I don't know. But then, but then it's even worse. Let's say you do sleep with him, and you don't tell him, and then you continue to, and then it's like, when when is the right time? I think yeah, I know before because, sleeping. Because
0: like I <laughs> when I was watching this episode, like I personally. Would want to, like, entrap him in the date. Like, (laughs) I wouldn't be like, well, I just had a baby. And then, like, hope that he doesn't change his mind. Like, I would do exactly
1: what Miranda did. Because I'd be like, I just need this fucking date. I loved, I wrote it down. I said, I just love her borderline delusional confidence. (laughs) Just, like realizing like he's really off put by it he's not into it but then she's like come on let's go screw our brains out yeah 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 yeah. yeah. but i was kind of
0: barfing when they're like when the baby brady starts crying and she's like mama's coming brady mama's coming right as she's coming that was was... disgusting
1: Yeah, imagine watching that with your family. Okay, it was it was terrible <laughs> for, for many reasons, and I was just like, "Stop it, Miranda! Stop it!" Yeah, I, that was bad. Bad writing. Um, and he he couldn't do it. War, uh, Warren Walker 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 couldn't finish the job. Yep. Nope. The baby crying. He's like, "I'm not into babies." <laughs> <laughs> like we know him, Walker. Well, why don't you um, right. give uh your lovely recap? <laughs> yeah, let's give recap. And we've already told you a whole plot line of Miranda. So we'll start off with Miranda in this episode post baby, super horny, gets called up by old hot Walker. And she's unsure of whether to disclose when, whether that she's had a baby or not because she really wants to get down with this guy and she knows that it's going to have some sort of impact. Um, Carrie has her book launch, and it is the event of – it's a white party, okay, and it's being thrown (laughs) by her publicist, Samantha, and she meets this guy, Berger, and they're really hitting it off, but he, in the middle of this – Beautiful little date doesn't disclose that he also has a girlfriend and he's partnered, so that makes her feel super lonely. She attends this book launch party, um, ends up with an overly friend- friendly limo driver. Well, we'll get into it. Charlotte in this episode doesn't disclose all the theme here is like disclosure and like hiding parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. She's living her best life in her Park Avenue apartment, dating this guy. And Bunny walks in and the guy finds out that Charlotte is currently married, Mm -hmm. separated, and that has an impact on how um, the guy sees her. And so now we're getting into the Charlotte divorce era. And then lastly, we have Samantha who's trying to hide herself after a very intense um, chemical peel. And yet we get like the most loyal Samantha for showing up to Carrie's book launch party. So it's it's a pretty fun episode, kind of silly plot lines, but there's actually some deep themes that I think we could talk about. Love it. Um, we've got loneliness, becoming someone else after having a baby, which we don't know anything about, but we could just talk about theoretically. And um, I definitely want to get into beauty procedures. Botox. And yes, yes, things. yes. We're talking about Botox bitches, <laughs> all right? Let's do it.
0: Like most high-powered women, Samantha could handle the stress of her job, but not the stress lines.
1: Before we do the
0: Botox, have you thought about a freshening chemical peel? It takes 15 minutes, and it can make you look 10 to 20 years younger.
1: Oh.
0: 15 minutes later, Samantha seemed to have it all. Peeled off. Okay, so I kind of want to
1: just hop into Botox. Sue me. Okay, yeah, this is a fun topic. I This was 20 years ago, and I love how she, um, Samantha, you know, they're at brunch. Yeah. She wants Carrie to have a little pick-me-up. And she said, let me treat you to a Manny Penny Botox. Botox is so expensive. Can you imagine a friend offering? Oh, treating you? I didn't even think about that. That is actually really funny to think about. Like how generous is Samantha Jones? It (laughs) must have been way more expensive then, I bet. Oh, yeah, now it's like a dime a dozen. Du- I mean, like, yeah, it's st- I mean, in- where I go, it's still pretty yeah. expensive. I think you go to a cheaper place. I go to an absurdly cheap place that I love. <laughs> it's a
0: back alley Botox. I do, operation. and I love it. I, uh, I'll get it in my jaw, too. It's great. Oh,
1: you're going masseter now.
0: Yeah, I've been. I actually, the first time I got it was in the masseters in 2020, and then my like face was like hurting so much two weeks ago i was waking up with headaches and i was like fuck i'm grinding again i was like but i feel like i just got it in my jaw and i went back and she's like it's been almost a year your body knows like so here you go girl and i feel i'm like (laughs) i feel so much better now oh my god
1: i've I've thought about getting it I, i remember this one girl who was one of the first people i knew who got botox but she was doing it in her forehead for migraines i just even back then didn't believe it and i'm oh. sure it does help oh it works great she, for that but she was basically like denying any of the like anti like it's not for the wrinkles it's but, for the migraines oh my god like, I, I know i NIB like, be profan bitch like what are you talking about but so also you're, like you're gonna pay like
0: five hundred dollars for this i once overheard like a conversation with like of people who were like very oh natural and like One of them was saying like her mom gets really bad migraines and it was like she might have to get Botox and the people were like (laughs) oh no and I was like oh would that be so bad would that be the worst
1: (laughs) wouldn't that be the worst oh shut up like would you would you would you stop getting it at this point or no Botox yeah why (laughs) <laughs> i don't know well, like some freak life event happens where i, I don't know I, I was thinking about that if i had, were to have a baby I was like damn you can't you're gonna have to, i'm like people are gonna think i'm looking really bad here's the thing i don't like how my face looks without it now and that's what the doctor said when i first started he's like you know there's no kind of like there's no turning back and i was like i know mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> stick it in me i don't do it that often i do it like three times a year though same and, i and, would say and then one time a year yeah, my every masseters f- four and a half months yeah, so, like, I don't know. And I do the baby. I do the minimum. I do, like, 16 units or something. And I might do less because it, like, froze my freaking face off the other day. But I um, I don't know. Like, I don't love how – I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, I don't lo- love how much, like, youthfulness is pushed onto us. And, like, <sighs> going – I know. But at the same time, like, I don't really – see the point in in spending like honestly way more money monthly on like fancy skincare products then the, the issue is that skincare cut. is
1: not going to do what Botox does, and everyone knows it. I'm mean, just going into the um, jugular with the <laughs> with Botox. Yeah, <laughs> right I I my little sister uses frownies, and oh, she I've really heard likes great those, things about those actually. The stickers. Um, I actually got them for a couple people for, I actually, my cold peel, kind of for my brother for Christmas because he was like asking about like wrinkle stuff. I was like, why don't you try these like frownie things? My brother has an incredible skin, so I was a little bit annoyed that he was even complaining about it. Um, does he like them some people just like don't wrinkle
0: I know I they actually want to get the frownies because like
1: MMA I just was on.
0: yeah because I just want to like try them just like in between, <laughs> um, I just stick
1: these things on my. Face. Imagine yeah. like you. I'm just imagining you with, like a guy over. And you're like sorry. <laughs> just like <laughs> put in your nightgown, put on your friendies. Beauty comes at a price. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, you know what I was thinking about <laughs> today. What? <laughs> just speaking of like beauty stuff. You know when you. You know when you're like you spend like too much time alone, and then you just start like having conversations with yourself.
1: In well, your. Well, I know you've done this. <laughs> <since>.
0: <laughs> what do you mean?
1: You told me about this. Where you were walking around your apartment, you're like, you know what, Lord, This place is amazing. This looks so good. I love my apartment. Okay. First <laughs> you know? of all,
0: my first note to that is I did a I did an at home keratin treatment with my hair. Um, I love that picture you said. Which I told Incredible. you, it's no, it's it's insane. My hair does not get frizzy. My hair is not curling up. Like I love my I like straight hair, and like I have very frizzy hair no frizzes i'm obsessed i'm obsessed mm-hmm. i got it on amazon i think it's called gk hair link something. in our bio yeah link yeah right you yeah, know but i actually like highly recommend i think it's called like gk hair but sarah you don't understand i i straightened my hair it was so easy to straighten immediately straightened so fast no frizz I looked in the mirror and I literally heard myself say, You are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I can so see this. I just can see you in your little in your beautiful little apartment. You're like, I, you are perfect. <laughs> you look at you. Also, it, it always reminds me of the like hair is everything. Like, yes, that a, is a also the hair. <laughs> like my god and honestly the picture you sent me after it looked incredible it looked so smooth i am obsessed i mean i don't got that smooth face smooth hair exactly like maybe this sounds
0: obscenely self-absorbed but i i want to like i'm tired of like trying to be perfect i just want to look in the mirror and be like you fucking are bitch (laughs) like fucking standards we're living it <laughs> pioneering you, you it you are it
1: <laughs> you know what and, and I think it, it goes back to that that the, like delu- not, not delusional confidence we talk about Miranda, I mean it's delusional but, confidence but continue yeah <laughs> but you know what why not why not be that so many people Exist and operate in their daily lives with delusional confidence. And I think they're having a better time. They are. And talking about, especially in this episode, we had two spectrums of people. We have the such confidence of Miranda, we have the confidence of Samantha, mm. then we have that like self deprecating bitterness of burger. Yeah. And I was like, oh damn, I, really, I saw myself so much in burger. I was like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be putting wow. myself down so other people don't put it down. Like they put me down before I can do it. I'm like, I want to be Samantha with the chemical peel showing up at a party. Miranda (laughs) going for Walker post baby. Yeah. I totally feel you. I think you want New Year. New us. Let's go get some chemical peels, y'all. Delusional confidence.
0: Here we go. <laughs> I think that might be like a, a good what goal you, for me. What you said about Burger was actually really interesting. So we meet Burger, Ron Livingston, and mm-hmm. I think knowing what we know now as very well seasoned SATC viewers, like we know that Berger is like very insecure and probably and like very like jealous by Carrie's success as a writer. Um, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, he's he makes all these self-deprecating jokes and it it really like, ooh, I was watching it and just thinking like, ooh, this is like really making me nervous. Yeah, you know,
1: especially because you're right. We do know where this is heading, which Mm -hmm. their relationship is plagued by his insecurity and how he takes it out in pretty cruel ways. He's super fragile. Very, very fragile. And I, I even said, wow, what kind of a red flag right away. There's a border right. like making fun of yourself. And then he clearly thinks so lowly of himself. Mm-hmm. And and I wonder why. Because we can kind of dissect what happened between Carrie and Berger in their introduction. He comes to – he walks in on a meeting. They are kind of set up like, hey, go talk to each other. You're both authors. He's been through the ringer before. They get McDonald's. They're sitting on a park bench. She thinks like they're sparking, which they are. Yeah. They're flirting and having this kind of lovely whimsical yeah. New York Day. Um and then he drops when she invites him finally as this the plus one to her book book launch he's like well my girlfriend's parents are in town they're staying with us drops two bombs has a girlfriend they live together yeah which is huge when do you think and then Mm. the girls talk about this because Carrie's like why didn't you tell me and then Samantha makes this really funny joke where she's like I am so sick of it you know. Like when a guy's like, oh. oh, I have a girlfriend. And she's like, Calm down. I just asked if this seat was taken. <laughs> yeah. So there is that level of when do you disclose mm. if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend and you're kind of vibing with somebody or just having a friendly interaction? Well,
0: it's interesting because I can't, I don't know if I can think of a specific instance, but I feel like this has happened to me before where I feel like I'm flirting with someone or vibing with someone or having a good conversation. And then you find out that like they have a person, you know, and then you feel yeah. really kind of stupid and awkward. But I I, I do think it's interesting that they had this kind of like magical kind of like long day date with each other. And then he didn't bring it up. Don't you think that's odd? Yes.
1: Super inappropriate. And, and Carrie said, you know, he should have weed. He said, oh, we love this spot. We this place to cue her in. Um, I will say I've definitely done this before to to my advantage. Um, I was oh. <laughs> touring an apartment in East. I was storing an apartment in East Harlem years ago. Yeah, and the guy, the broker, mm. walked in, and I was like. I really this is my that nice apartment mm-hmm. that second one I had um mm-hmm. really wanted this apartment I wanted a good deal and so I didn't say that I had a boyfriend I was kind of saying it was like oh I never weed I never said this for yeah, me yeah, and my yeah, partner because yeah, 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 he was yeah. like definitely flirting with me yeah we yeah, went yeah. up to, he showed me this cafe after he got me a croissant and then the next time I came back I came with
0: Dakota. Love and it. we
1: got such a good deal in this apartment. We had to only yeah. pay half of the broker's fee. It was this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said something he like I'm so surprised. I thought we connected. And oh, I was like shit. Oh. I know. Wow. He was kind of bummed. Because then he was talking about working out. And I I just really wanted this apartment. And so yeah. I just didn't say that I had a boyfriend. And I told Dakota about this. And he was fine because we got the apartment. But
0: well, okay, oh. gosh. I mean, uh, I. Well, no, I would what have done. What
1: did do? Am no, I no, center? no. I would have
0: done the same exact thing because I've always felt this weird feeling, which is like when you have a boyfriend that they don't mm-hmm. want to, like someone
1: doesn't want to talk to you. Oh. One hundred percent a ring on my finger. Oh my god! It, it's like this is the biggest male Mander pound ever, which is fine. I'm like, I'm not trying to sit here and talk to guys, but I'm also like, I'm just having a conversation with you. I'm not trying to like, in, like ensnare in- you <laughs> or to entrapment or something. I guess
0: it's more it's, that I think it's weird that like men will are like willing to like almost like give you something if it means they have a chance of yeah getting in your pants. That's what's like more yes. annoying to me about it is if. If you're not in the running, then it's like
1: you don't I – don't, I don't know. I just feel like – No. Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. And after I remember I, this happened, I talked to my sister about it. And she's like, ah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really worry too much about it. It's not that big of a deal. And yeah. it's true. I think women can kind of – One, women can either use it to their advantage and, mm-hmm. and kind of either disclose or not disclose. Um, but you're right. I think men are much more willing because they think they're going to, yeah, get get something out of it so to be nicer to you. I guess but, I think it's just kind of – sad or whack that
0: like men are like more motivated to be you know helpful or something if they think yeah. that they can like get with you
1: you know uh, yeah and this guy sh- i mean yeah yeah no i i think that's like a tale as a old as time day right day Gilly? This- day- yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you want it to break down um Burger's insecurities a little bit more or do we think I don't know if we rushed past that I think we could go back to that yes
0: there he was looking cuter than I remembered and minus one girlfriend hey lady of the hour you're hard to get to so is the dessert time when it's your party at just this point of reference my party could fit in a coat check at your party
1: 400 of my closest acquaintances you look great so
0: I thought you couldn't make it. Well, I had to come by, so congratulations. Well, thanks for coming, Berger. Yeah. One that really stood out to me, like I, there was already like a few little kind of insecurity turds that he dropped along the way, but there was one that like really stood out to me where I was like, oof, this is the red flag. Um, What was it? It was at Carrie's book launch, at the actual book launch, and he shows up and he says, whoa, like, my book launch barely could fill out the coat room here. And I was just like, why are you bringing it back to yourself? This is her evening. (sighs) Great
1: call out of a red flag.
0: And and if anything, like, like it, it should be like, Oh wow! Like you really motivate me to, you know, have do more marketing for my next launch or something like that. Like I, I yeah. think that would have been better, but it was kind of like, let me bring this back within the framework of my own life because that's how I can yeah. Like, it,
1: instead of contextualize, me this. recognize like having the soul moment be recognizing how big and beautiful this is. Yeah, I'm now gonna have you. Give the attention to me that I didn't have that and it was so small. And it's – and it's – and on its surface, it's harmless. But in the context of their relationship, you realize, like, he showed who he was right away. Yes. And I think in relationships, it's pretty common where if you were to maybe have – be able to have a relationship like a TV show where you could rewind go back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think people very quickly show who who they are. And in the beginning, it might be sweet or kind of – Oh, that he's being so silly and funny. Or you just funny. don't overanalyze it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. because it, you have no context of which, you know, where yeah. are these behaviors leading to. Um, but that whole – his whole thing was like a bit. His, his – Constantly. Putting himself down and making him small. And you realize how unattractive it is.
0: Really unattractive. Like, I – well, I, I don't know. Maybe it's like a fine line to toe. Like, mm-hmm. I think that – I mean, I think for myself as a person out in the world, like – I don't, I think, like, a little bit of self-deprecation is just, like, how I am. And, like, it's fun. I mean, Gilly, you're talking to me, of course. Yeah. Like, that's. (laughs) And it's fun. But, like, there's, but when it starts getting into, like, pathetic kind of self-pitying and kind of, like,
1: ooh, you know, like. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I know. This was a good reminder to rein it in a little bit at times. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Know your audience. You, you maybe you get like two jokes, two, two self-deprecating jokes, two nuggets. And, yeah. And then and then we're gonna get that confidence coming right back in there. we're just gonna. Well,
0: what were some of the other ones that you noticed? The uh,
1: the big thing was. I mean, it was like he was shooting bullets at himself when he was introduced to Carrie in the book, the the publicist's office with Amy Stairs. Oh, C. Harris, yeah, 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 yeah. Where he was like, oh, well, that's not our main clientele, but no one is, or this, 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 and that's why sales are down, and this, and oh, God, I'm, sh- I'm going to kill my, you know, she's like, like, only my immediate like, family was-
0: buys my book, like,
1: whoa. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, okay, all right, like. And like, and it's just so amazing. Maybe this is just great writing on their part that they set everything up in their relationship right yeah. here. Carrie being kind of put on this pedestal by him, mm-hmm. him being insecure, and him kind of bringing her down. Like he never lifts her up right. ever throughout the relationship.
0: Right. And what I, what I also find is interesting, granted I don't really know <laughs> – I don't think I know one. I don't know. I don't know really any full-time like novelists, I guess you could say. <laughs> Nor do I. Yeah. Um but I I mean I wonder what it would be like to actually like write it, like be in that world and like write a book because I feel like it's a mm. major accomplishment to even have like a publishing house like look at your writing. So like I yeah. feel like my brain would just feel like oh this is really great like i'm just so grateful and happy that it's at least published and not like self-published you know um e kindle yeah right exactly so it just makes me wonder like i don't i just kind of read it as like everything feels unfair
1: like and it was yeah. it was very childlike yeah and he he was giving and that's yeah I wonder was Carrie so lonely that she like was she sparking with him were they really connecting is right. she just lonely right like I don't know and I, I think this whole relationship now that I'm looking at it from and w- w- again as we get through this season and he's in the beginning of season six I mean this guy like it's not that he breaks her, but damn, this is like such a dark road she goes down with this guy, yeah. and I think it goes to show, like I, I think she was just so lonely, and he was giving her some attention, and then she just, I don't know. Well, yeah, keeps, I mean, keeps going with it.
0: She's literally talking to Stanford, and it, oh god, Carrie Tracker. I don't need professional help. I've got you guys. Yeah, for about another ten minutes. I mean, God, it goes without saying. This is Stanford's, like, maybe his first real relationship. And, like, she has no time to even, like, be present for him at all. And she even says, like, you know the gay guy is the single gal's safety net, right? Like, I was just (laughs) like, what? What?
1: Like, oh, because she wants um, uh, Stanford to be her plus one, and, he's and he wants to bring his
0: boyfriend <laughs> Marcus. Yeah,
1: and I kind of loved having um, Anthony Stanford <laughs> Marcus this like plus one showdown. Yeah, Charlotte brings yeah. An- um, Anthony. Yeah, Sam is Carrie's, but Carrie. I don't know. I'm trying. To, my big Carrie track for mm. the episode involves um her and Samantha. Mm-hmm. The fact that Sam showed up to this with that terrible chemical peel and carrie instead of being grateful is kind of mortified that samantha would even be in the presence of this book when she demanded that she was there she's like please i thought you'd never ask yeah like oh my god like look at samantha she's basically melting she's here yeah you know they have that great line like what do you dress like a beekeeper or something yeah 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 So my carry track of the episode was how she treated Samantha. Yeah, because so goddamn loyal. I know she's such a good friend.
0: Because Samantha's like, I really shouldn't come.
1: Hello, honey. I've had a little something done, and it's not as bad as yesterday, but
0: I've looked better. Uh, I I'm not sure I should go to the party. You have to come. You're my publicist, and thanks to you, there's going to be 8,000 people there. I would like to see at least one familiar face. Well, Samantha, I need you. I
1: can't talk to the press, I can't keep everyone straight. And you said you would be my plus one. Oh, all right. Don't worry about a thing. I'll be there. Okay, thank you.
0: As, As a publicist, I look terrible. Like, I should not be there. And Carrie's like, no, you have to. And she shows up. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have
1: to go. Go home. Go home. He's obviously here because he felt something, too. Can you call me from a cab and tell me that? I love you, but your face. Oh, I know. The caterer just sued me away from the buffet. Do you mind if I go home? I thought you'd never ask. Thank you for being here. Honey, i wouldn't have gone out in public like this for anyone but you i know and i have to live with that these are just kind of typical carrot draggers this is this is yeah this is just like what we expect Um, interesting (laughs) that we have another i don't know if you noticed there was a name change i think it was like enid mead went to enid frick i don't know her she like a different name in this is this candace bergen yes enid's Mm -hmm. character and she's kind of resolved to dating a guy mm. who has a girl on the east side and a girl on the west side I
0: know this bummed me out it's I know oh right because if re- remind me remind me in the, what did, what did we is this the same episode or no 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 sorry I'm fast forwarding. To the Alex, when Alexander Petrovsky comes in, never mind.
1: Oh, yeah. Right. She's like, stay out of my pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you in my waiting pool? Dating pool, right, right, right. We're not there yet, but yeah. Enid is a highly successful, powerful woman, and she has not had good luck dating. And the idea that you, as a powerful woman in a high up position, um, have to kind of accept having a, a, a dating a man who has like a woman on the opposite side of the town, separated by the park. Oh, I don't know. A little, I didn't a little bit sad.
0: Yeah, and I feel like, it, but I feel like it was mostly because of her age, though that that's why she's willing to kind of put yes. up with this. But she kind of said like, you know, she's like I have a full time job and. Um, you know, I have, like, this is what I can do or whatever. And th- But I'm like, if she has a full-time job, then what the hell does he have? Like, what is he doing with all this ample time to date to two, have two di- ladies? Two different women, you know, like, I don't know. It sounds like he doesn't do much, you know, but... I don't know, an older guy, but What was she, the significance was of this plotline?
1: I do think it's a bit random. You know what? It is, but I think... Oh, 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 oh. I think... The the main over thing is because Carrie's one of her voiceovers is like in New York, you're either looking for a job, an apartment, or a boyfriend. Let's say you have two of those things. Can't you say you're successful instead of always looking for that missing piece? And she looks at someone like Enid, who has the amazing job, amazing apartment. She now has the boyfriend. And then Enid comes to the book launch and sees her her boyfriend with this yeah. like West Side girl, and she's like scurrying scurrying away. And so maybe it becomes like even those you think who have it all don't really have it all. Yeah, um, I don't know if Carrie got some like sick enjoyment out of seeing someone sure, she thought yeah. was successful not be it. It felt a little like that, but um, someone I think it's it's Enid who says that's the key to having it all is to stop expecting it to like expecting how to look how it how you thought it would look. Um, but that just feels like a cop out, like a concession to like
0: a man's bad behavior. To be honest.
1: Yeah, do you do, you, do you, you think you can have it all, Gilly? <laughs> do you think you could have it all gilly gilly Um, a job an apartment and a man
0: (laughs) (laughs) employment and apartment I I actually like
1: that's what what they defined as having it all uh, like the thing
0: I feel like not because I feel like everyone's unemployed right now or has gone through a layoff so I don't think as far as employment goes like like in this country we can't there's like no job security so um,
1: I'm gonna say no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know. It does feel like, you know, and I, I know this, they've talked about this in the apartment, not the apartment, the 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 show sometime, in the next episode, Miranda deals with this when she has the, you know, the baby, whatever, where you have all these things in your life, these spinning plates, you have like work and you have friends, you have family and love. And it feels like when one plate is super full, mm. it takes from the others. Right. So like, I get this concept of like, you know, just... Like sometimes work will be so consuming, like in the yeah. beginning of the year it was so consuming that I feel like I wasn't being a good friend and mm. then I wasn't being a good partner. So I feel like in less of just not having, I, I mm-hmm. feel like my roles sometimes consume me and I, mm-hmm. I, 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 and I can't imagine what it's like for mothers and women. And we get into this, I guess, with Miranda in this episode that she wants to be the sexy lady out you know having a great time with Walker and then she gets home and they're having sex on the sofa she really wants to finish he can't do it and then she walks into the room and she's like oh here's this new role that I have and can't this be fulfilling too and she picks up Brady and they look at each other it's a very tender moment I thought it was actually really beautifully filmed um, because Miranda is so tough and you see this like really lovely vulnerability and she realizes like like, she kind of does have it all in this moment. Yeah. And, yeah, I thought it was – I thought that was actually a really lovely scene. And I'm curious for new moms or single moms, like, what that feels like when your kids have to come before that other desire – like, that part of you that wants to just, like, be single and, like, hook up and whatever and um, – because the kid's going to come first and – but, yeah. So I actually thought it was a very sweet um ending for Miranda – Miranda and Brady. Yeah, I agree. Um Well, I know I feel like this episode's feeling like kind of boring, but I thought it was a fun watch.
0: It was a fun watch. I actually really loved the branding of the book launch. It just felt like such sex of the city with, you know, the hint of kind of pink everywhere. I think coming from, you know, our Barbie era, like it just felt like really, I don't know, it just like made me feel warm and fuzzy to see all the cosmos and like a little bit of pink lighting you know um i know at the book launch it was cool
1: (laughs) it did it aged very well yeah it still felt very classy the book cover the all i mean like the all white was such a thing in the early aughts like it's all white party yeah and they were samantha was talking about that in the beginning um yeah i thought the party looked very sweet we had some great cameos we had patricia field the costume designer she's sitting at the bar having a cosmo we have Isaac Mizrahi. Yeah. Um, he was so big during that time. Yeah, like, who yeah, remembers? Yeah. He was like one of the first um, collabs yeah. with Target. He yeah. did that. And um, so and I think and then we have Amy Sedaris in the beginning, obviously, yep. not really a cameo anymore. Um, my what was a fashion hit for you
0: oh my god she's fashion roadkill
1: i mean i really loved
0: charlotte's black tube top dress with her little bow choker which is like so in right now like bows and rose rose chokers are so in right now and i just thought it was such a cute little fit
1: yes charlotte looks stunning in season five i would say this is like peak beautiful oh my god she looks yeah beautiful and my, my fashion hit would be, I loved Carrie's first outfit. She has that really cool kind of thicker diamond tennis necklace. Yeah. And that cute little coat with the wrap sandals. He's like really high. either espadrilles or like a platform shoe and like a teeny little dress with her hair. She's looking better. She's yeah. getting a little tanner. Yeah. She's looking good. But it's funny. My mom walked out and she's like, oh, that hair. <laughs> she yeah. She's not a fan. Um, God, the hair. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I know, she was not a fan, but. Yeah, those were my. The jewelry in this episode was very good. Charlotte's jewelry, yes. Carrie's jewelry. Was I I good. didn't
0: care for the book launch dress that Carrie wore. The tiered, kind of ruffled lace, bathrobe. Yeah, I did not care for it. And I have to say, actually, in um this season, I like or especially this episode and in the next episode, like. Sarah Jessica Parker looks a
1: bit underweight. I don't know if you noticed that. Interesting because she's actually pregnant in real life. So That's, that's what I was going to ask you. Is she, preg- is she actually pregnant? In- yeah, she's actually pregnant in this season. That's why she's wearing, she doesn't wear a single tight thing. She's wearing all empire waist oh, okay. flowy things. Cause her
0: ar- yeah, I just thought her arms, she just seemed like a, a little bit frail. But that might have been in contrast to wearing bigger garments. So I think so. Um, yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if we touched on it. Maybe we don't have to. But Charlotte is now going to be – we have a great kind of start to her getting divorced because we all know where this leads. Love it. And, and we had Bunny come back this episode, Rest in Peace. Yeah. That actress just actually passed away. She did? Oh, um, wow. Yeah, she did. She passed away I think a couple of weeks ago. She was such like a force on the show and I thought it was interesting that, and, you know, we'll touch on this in the next episode about the apartment and ownership and Trey giving oh it to her, but it was my a family apartment. So, God, yeah, I know real estate. And- we'll get into it. Just like the
0: next word, who wants
1: to look up the value? But I, um, I
0: also am am very excited to talk about Nina Katz, um, oh, who gives yeah, that's next week. Carry right. kind of like the stink eye, you know the she because she dated Aiden, but we'll get we'll get there when we get
1: there i know next week's a fun episode um yeah next week is episode six critical condition where carrie is under some criticism and samantha's a very loyal friend and charlotte meets we get a little harry introduction we've got season five some big characters are coming in to some big leading guys we got burger and harry um so what are you guilford what are you going to rate this episode I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. I already wrote it down, and I'm giving it a... Th- I'm going to write mine down right now, oh. and I will not be swayed.
0: All right. Three, two,
1: one. 3.5. 3. 3. 5. Oh, my Clap God. Clap it out. There it is. There it is. Clap it out. I love that we were so in sync, and I wrote it down. And I knew while you were saying it, three point... I knew you were going to go there. Yeah. This is a 3.5. It's pretty good. I don't know. Season 5 is not a very liked season. Season 6 is very well liked. Season 5 sometimes feels like a filler. But what I think it's doing is season 4 was so transformational. This is – season 5 is them kind of living with these new choices and then launching them to the end of the series, season 6. So season 5 has to happen because we need a buffer between all the craziness of season 4 and then what happens in like – tying up loose ends yeah but then we get these movies and just like that so it feels kind of like this the show in this context of the and just like that world is interesting but we will be back next week we have a very special episode because Gil, what is next week it's our hundredth episode next week it is our 100th episode i cannot believe it
0: yeah and um we're going to cook up a little fun episode, but we'd also love to know any questions that you have for us, like any fun dating questions, maybe even sex questions or just different personal c- i'll do A. Q&A.
1: <laughs> ask us anything almost mean, anything. We're, we're on reddit ama if you want <laughs> anything. no do not hold back we will answer <laughs> oh we're going
0: we're doing the instagram live i would never i could never do like can you a imagine? live q a would die I,
1: instagram <laughs> lives are the most uncomfortable thing when Later. all right just waiting for a couple people there she is hey hey sandra <laughs> Hey, girl. Thank you. It's just so weird. It's, it's just so weird. So and fun. they always like comment about a comment that was
0: like from three minutes ago, <laughs> you know, it's like the delay. <laughs> but yeah, no, but seriously, shooting, shoot us a DM on Instagram at the Miranda's Pod or email us at the Pod at gmail.com and ask us anything. It could literally be like a fun sex question, a, a fun opinion question about something in the show, um, fun New York questions or. Favorite like Rex for bars or I don't know dating advice even though we shouldn't be giving any um, bring it all bring, don't bring it, hold back bring it on um, yeah and yeah and if there's any favorite moments um from the series that you you know let it from our series let us know we we yeah we're, I don't I don't know
1: <laughs> just. Talk to us. Just, just, just talk just to us. Communicate. Engage. <laughs> and and with that, um, we we thank you. We can't wait to see you next week. And um, bye, our, our little confident ladies, bringing in the new year.
0: Yeah. Bye. 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 I'm confident, ladies. Bye. No, I need a good one. Oh, what's what are you gonna say? <laughs> Buy our
1: little chemical peels. Boom. <laughs> Buy our little Botox babies. Bye. <laughs>
0: bye.